With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. We are live. We are live for After Hours. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, let's let a few people pour in here, guys. But um, we were just, uh, I just asked Steve if he could get his head up a little bit higher in the square. He said, sure. And now he's still where he was. So you know, I said, we're going live. We're going live. Uh, it's a metaphor for what Steve is going through. He's in quicksand right now <laughs> with all the yeah, expo just... prepping. So. It's, I'm not. I'm not fat. I'm just short for my weight. That was always one of my <laughs> favorites. It's okay. It's it's all good. So um, listen, guys. This is fun. We're uh, we're here to talk about the expo. It is next weekend. Uh, Amit, Amit, I can't wait. How about you? I can't wait at all. First time in. I want to say 22 months. The 22 yeah. months. About that. Yeah. I, I can't uh, wait. It's going to be. Uh, it's like Christmas several times over. I can't wait. And Steve, I bet for you, you're now at the point where you can't wait for it to be over because of just how much you've been going through to get this thing going. How uh, talk a bit about how I mean, Dale, Dale really touched on it on the last episode, just about how tough it's been to be a card show promoter and what you know the hoops you guys have had to uh, to jump through over the past year. How how are you doing, man? How is how has it been to get this show together that we're going to all be congregating at next weekend? Well, you know what you, you said. Uh, I'll be looking forward to being over, and that's that's not true. My certainly my wife would be, but uh, <laughs> um, I, you know I've done a lot of uh, marathons and things like that in my past, and I always tell people, um, you know what, the the race itself is is the fun. That's just the, the victory lap, if you will all the, the hard work and the, and the training is in the, in the lead up. But the big, th the big difference about this one is that I've done what I normally would do in six months in six weeks. Um, so it's been super compressed and, uh, uh, and, and very intense that way. So um, probably the same amount of hours, <laughs> but, but in a much shorter time frame. Uh, Just, but yeah, you know, pandemic was a curse and a blessing, you know, and I, I think um, I, I learned a lot about the hobby in particular during that time. Um, and I kind of tongue in cheek was saying for a while that uh, show promoters were going people not making money during the pandemic. Um, but I tell you, I, I got my money's worth in terms of a, of a hobby education. And I'm, I'm super grateful for that. Yeah, no doubt. Bobby makes the good point. Not next weekend, Thursday, which is true because you've added that fourth day, which is something that I'd been kind of hoping for for quite some time because, you know, you get there. Friday, you know, get there. The show is open Friday. Friday goes by. Great. Two days left, right? We're only a third of the way through. Yeah. Saturday goes by really quick. You know, you go for yeah. dinner. Then, all right. Well, there's still one more day. And then Sunday comes and goes. You're like, I just want this to last forever. So <laughs> the fact that you added another day, even though it's just four hours, the VIP preview on the Thursday, um, I'm really excited for it. And uh, and I'm, I'm grateful that, that you have that, that extra day uh, of, of action. For, for the show so yeah, yeah me too it was interesting because the way it started i mean it started it was a pre-pandemic sort of plan you know just sort of mimicking what 
the national does and frankly what other comic-con shows and stuff uh, have done things similar um but then once i was into pandemic planning it was more holy shit if i have only a thousand people i'm allowed to to let in i'm gonna have to expand the extend rather the time over which i could do that so that was kind of frankly what drove it initially but now i'm just you know super glad that it's uh uh, you know, it's something that's going to be, um, uh, I think it's going to be a, 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 there's a ton of buzz around the, you know, the, the show, but certainly the first night. So I'm super yeah. excited. People keep asking me, all right, so is that going to be this coming back for May? And I said, well, come on, let's get through November first and, uh, and then we'll decide, but I, I don't see why not. I, I'm most excited about the, the street vendor guy, the, the street meat guy, the, <laughs> the sausage vendor and the smell, even though I said his, I didn't miss it. I do miss it. His daughter was telling me how, uh, how excited he is to be there, I, you know. I, you know, he's an older guy, and, and uh, I asked if he was how, if he was healthy. He was going to be there, and she said, "Oh, yeah, he's he's so excited for this show. He's uh, he can't wait." I mean, what 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 do you think this adding the Thursday is going to do for the show in terms of, you know, because the National has always been a five day show, the Expo has always been a three day show, and that's a big difference. But now we're a four day show at the National at the Expo. Sorry, what do you think? Like, how how do you see that uh, kind of impacting the the hobby's overall uh, perception of the expo and i mean like south of the border mm-hmm. do you think it makes it more attractive for people south of the border 100 percent, it's more attractive people realize there's there's money in the game they're going to come here and enjoy and have fun i'm also partially happy that the dealer day is done is out of the way <laughs> and then we actually have three days of dealing with customers so that's good about that too um but it just makes it look more polished. It's more professional. It looks like it's a, a mini national, even though one day we could never be the total size of national, but it's like a mini national. So it gives that aura of professionalism and, and, and you know, specialty. That's what I like, really like about it. Yeah, it makes it more than just a weekend, right? If yeah. it, which which I know some people it doesn't work for because it's another day away from, from their, their shop or another day of vacation from their yeah. job, like, like in my case and, and other people's. But for me, it's like, it doesn't matter. Uh, the The card shows take priority. It's not that they take priority for me, but it's like this is what where I want to be. It's what I love, and not much is going to get in the way of that, you know. So, not at all. I mean, I I live in town, and I told my wife she's not going to see me for <laughs> five days. She's not happy, and I have hockey practices and tournaments in the middle, so I'll have to. Yeah. So I wanted to. I wanted to uh, sort of announce one thing tonight, guys. That um, only a couple people who I've talked to. I've told so far, but nothing, nothing crazy serious. Sorry, not, not, nothing mind blowing, but I have organized a Thursday night social event for people that are going to be at the show. And I've done this for several years. I've done this probably since 2012 on the Thursday night, uh, yeah. sort of dinner and drinks at the, it used to be at Lone Star. Now it's at Jack Astor's because actually I'm not, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> bad about Lone Star's menu uh, live on air. So we'll leave that at that. But but Jack Astor's is, uh, you know, not far from all the hotels where people stay, not yeah. far from the show itself. So Thursday night, and this is an open invitation. Uh, it's sort of a first come, first serve uh, sort of thing because I, got, I basically made a reservation for 60 people at Jack Astor's yeah. at their indoor patio Thursday mm-hmm. night at about, I think it's for 8.15 or 8.20 p.m. So uh, invite the whole Sports Cards Live audience and community to uh, to come join us there after the show closes on Thursday night, this has historically been kind of the pre-expo, tr- the traditional pre-expo mm-hmm. dinner that was organized through Hobby Insider, which is the message board website right. that, that I'm involved in. And uh, and now with my my kind of move, my, my sports cards live um, 
just activity. Uh, you know, I wanted to make sure that it's that that I announce it here first, and that everybody who is part of this show, the community, and all that, that you guys are all invited, and uh, you know, just come come to the Jack Astor's restaurant. I'll you know come. I'll put the uh, information in the Facebook group. I'll do it. I'll put it on my Instagram. So watch that as just for the address and that sort of thing. But it's it's the um, Toronto Airport Jack Astor's Thursday night after the show. Uh, come hang out. Have you know? Have a drink. Have dinner. Whatever you want. Uh, I do have to mention that there is an automatic eighteen percent gratuity being, being applied to everyone. Everyone's bill because I made a reservation so big. But um, but yeah. Feel free to come on out, join myself, Amit, Steve. I don't know, you might be too busy to come, but if you can, of course, love to see you there. We've in the past, you know, we've had people from Upper Deck come out, yeah. give out packs to people, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, we've always had about, you know, anywhere from thirty to twenty to forty people come yeah. out to this thing. And I, I hope that it's uh, packed this time, and that I get to meet a whole bunch of people from from the hobby, from the from the sports cards live uh, audience and chat. Um, and it's kind of going to be good because if you're not going to be at the show on Thursday, you can still come. And then, you know, we've all already kind of met each other. And then we see each other at the show on Friday. The ice has been broken and it's just kind of a, a great experience. So wanted to put that out there. This is the first great. time I'm talking about it publicly Thursday night after awesome. the show, Jack Astor's Toronto Airport. Good. I'll so put it on the event. You're cut out, Jeremy. The sports card live with the overtime banner. Like people might not recognize you. You're going to need the little, little cutout so people see you. The bald, bald head, the bald head, and I'm six foot six might uh, might help yeah, people to recognize me. I'm I'll put it on. I'll put it on the expo schedule if you want. Uh, so that <laughs> sure, I mean, Jack Astors might not appreciate that, but but sure, <laughs> or they might. Or they might. Sorry, or they might. Sponsored by Sports Cards Live, so it's a, like free bar. Is that what you said, or did I hear that wrong? No, no, no. It's oh, sponsored okay. by the Sport Card Expo, not Sports ah, Cards okay. Live. That's that's on you. This is on you, Steve. Steve. Oh right, yeah, Steve. Thank you, by the way. Well, I don't know. I don't want to make this an announcement, but uh, I think I'll be buying most of our listeners a beer on Thursday night that, uh, that will be in attendance. So, so at, you are at, the, come. at the show. Well, we are going to come. Oh, at the show. <laughs> at the, at, the, at show. the show itself. Yeah. 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 Just as a pre uh, Sports Cards Live kickoff party. Awesome. So, the so pre, we'll have we'll the pre pre party. Are you so going to have, have mimosas on Thursday morning too? <laughs> So we'll all have a drink in us before we even get to uh, to Jack Astor. The money go. will really start flowing in. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So listen, let's say let's just uh, welcome to the chat. Let's see who we have here. Uh, get some comments from them. I know everyone's excited. And then let's uh, let's. I've got the and for everybody. I do have the floor plan pulled up. I'm going to share my screen. We'll talk about the floor plan. Let Steve explain a bit about that. Show where Amit and I are going to be set up. Oops. Oh. That's some funny. Kind of background it's, there. it's looking like a green screen. There's the yeah. VIP passes. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's uh, Caulfield on there. So that's one of the uh, VIP badges that people will be uh, VIPs will be getting. So it's kind of cool. That's I'm cool. Just trying to turn that annoying thing off. Upper hmm? Deck sponsored that with uh, the Cole Caulfield Young Gun in there. It looks like exactly. Yep. That's cool. That's cool. Okay, I'm going to go to Do we have Troy. Good evening. Troy says hello. Mike, oh, good. Three nothing flames. Great to hear. Dennis, good to see you. Yes, yeah, stay awake, buddy. Stay awake. I know you, you were on uh, a meat show, Cardboard Culture, uh, on Tuesday. So congrats on that. Jeff McMahon, thanks for coming. Bobby reminded us the show starts on Thursday. Mark, you're not going to be able to make it to the expo. Mark, you got to do it. You got to do it. Bill reminds us five more sleeps till expo. My other friend wants to go to the Islanders Devils at the Rock. 
Collection says, good evening, Steve. Any last minute autograph guests or has everybody already been announced? Uh, I think everybody's been announced. We're working on maybe having some, some guys come on the Thursday night, just as part of the uh, VIP event, but nothing nothing uh, I can share here. Fine, fair enough. Steve, sir, good evening to you. Asking for a friend. Anyone ever regret a sale and ask to purchase a card back? I mean, well, yeah. Like going back to an old girlfriend, isn't it? That's exactly right. Sometimes you might want to just get a different copy of the same card or... Mm -hmm. Sometimes, I mean, I sold my childhood Mario Lemieux rookie at the expo a few years ago. And if that card ever came back to me, I would want to purchase that exact copy back. Because I wish I, I kept my childhood Gretzky, but I didn't keep my childhood Lemieux. So I wouldn't mind getting that one back. But Amit, do you have anything you want to share with uh, a specific? No, but I've, I've sold cards and bought the same ones back. And then sold yeah. them again. I've had that happen a few times. Yeah, uh, I've had that happen probably 500 cards worth. Yeah, uh, at least, at yeah, least. least. For sure, for sure. Mark says, are you guys going to the Leafs game? They have two home games, Buffalo and somebody else. I will not be uh, going to, to a, a hockey game while I'm there. How about either of you guys? Uh, no, not for me. I, I waited two years for an expo. I'm, I'm not going to a Leafs game. No. <laughs> but you know what? I am, I'm a bit bummed that the uh, uh, the induction ceremony isn't uh, open to the public this time because I went at the last show two years ago, and I, I really had a, a blast, actually. It was a really cool event. And yeah. They're still doing it, but it's a much tighter agenda yeah. makes sense makes sense yeah. kenny's leaving uh, monday morning for to two sleeps for him bobby remind hey the expo is a two-day show now it's up to four so steve i got to assume that the plan is to keep it a four-day show uh into the future i don't see how we're going to take it back once it's out there uh, or uh, why yeah. even so great news that's a really good job on the yeah. good job yeah. lars from mars is so excited for his first expo make sure you uh come to dinner on thursday come make sure you you uh, come say hello to myself and a meet at our booths and I'll put the floor plan up soon and let everybody yeah. know exactly where we are. Matt Pime says uh, first virtual expo was a fantastic, very memorable and important for the time. Everyone asked me how the weather is here in LA. I actually bought a couple of ores from you, Jeremy. Oh, you're the one that bought my PSA eights. Goodbyes by you, Matt Pime. Yeah. I speaking about regretting sales. I regret everything I sold at the first, at the first uh, <laughs> virtual expo. Never mind. Mark, turn the game off, and now you're watching you being I can see the Rangers anytime. Hey, appreciate that, Mark. <laughs> Steve Donnelly, do you expect a higher percentage of non-hockey-related items this year? Great question, and 100% yes. I expect there. My here's my here's my. I'll get your guys' uh your guys' kind of thoughts on this. Here's my thought. Prior previous expos, you're like 80% hockey, 20% everything else: baseball, basketball, football, soccer, UFC, all that. I think this year we're going to be 50% hockey max, yeah. a ton of soccer and basketball, a lot of baseball, and some football. Um, Amit, let's start with you. The only How thing I would add, add is non-sport. You'll see a good chunk of non-sport, like Marvel and, and like Marvel is huge. Pokemon. Yep. Pokemon will be there. It's going to be a good mix. Good, yeah. What about you, Steve? I mean, you're you're in, you're you know who your vendors are. Do you have a feel for for how the mix is going to be this uh, this coming weekend versus in the past? Yeah, and I was I would echo what you what you said, Jeremy. Um, you know, I, I look at it from a couple of different ways. I mean, seeing what's happening in the hobby, but just looking at the, the the list itself of my exhibitors. I mean, I think everybody knows that I get a really high percentage of dealers that renew. Um, I would say on this show, and I usually have you know, about 220 dealers that attend the show. And about 10% of those did not renew. Um, they, they did renew, but they're not doing the, the November show. They've asked to move their deposits through to the next spring. 
Um, so, you know, that's 20 to 25 guys that didn't. And I have had probably 60 to 70 new companies that have come in. When I say new companies, new dealers. And that's, a, that's a mix, an interesting mix of, uh, of new collectors, but it's also a lot of the kind of um, companies that are, are supporting the hobby, if you will, with uh, uh, everything from your fr new fractional ownership companies to um, display, just different types of display companies and that kind of thing. So uh, absolutely. And the number of, and type of inquiries I get um, are all about that, also supporting a lot of uh, sports other than hockey and, and to uh, a meets point, non-sport, uh, non-sport uh, gaming in, in particular. You know, I could see hockey being even less than 50% yeah. of the cards on the tables and show, you know, in showcases specifically, what, what vendors have in their four row boxes that are stacked up behind them, I could see, you know, there being yeah. millions of hockey cards that way. But as far as what's being on display, I think you're going to see a lot less hockey than, than ever before. And I think that's really good in terms of growing the expo into an international event like the national is yeah. versus yeah. just Canada. And, you know, I mean, let's face it, the, the, the expo is filled with Americans all the time, but yeah. most of them are driving up from the Northeast. I think we're going to see uh, as the show evolves and, and time goes on, more and more people coming from the U.S. Uh, yeah. Do you have any feel for that, Steve, this year? The, um, the American uh, participation? Tough to say in, in advance. One thing I will say that you touched on, uh, showcases. Um, I thought I was being a little cheeky ordering uh, you know, another 50 showcases or something uh, you know, six or eight weeks ago, and I wish I'd ordered 100. I'm 50% I'm more... Uh, that I've rented out this show from than from the last one, so I think that really speaks to the percentage of higher value cards that people want in display yeah. cases as opposed to just in a in a five dollar box or whatever. So there's yeah. that. Um, so yeah, I mean the U.S. thing is a is a big deal. So um, I'll, I'll kind of back up a couple of things that I was thinking about on this. So so back in July, yeah, I took the calculated risk of just doing this show. I mean, there's a lot of you know, and especially a bunch of the dealers that support it. The, the way the venue was working where we're hosting the show, they've been renting their space out for warehousing. Like literally, you know, the halls, the hall that we're normally in, Hall 5, is on a long-term storage contract. That's why we're not back in there. Um, so just whatever it is, Walmart or something like that, that's storing pallets of, of stuff. <laughs> um, so it's, I, I made the decision to go ahead in July that I was going to do this, um, regardless of how it turned out, not knowing. Um, and I even made the calculation the calculation that okay it could be that the border won't be open by then could i do this show if it were a thousand people or if it was just more of a, a hobby type show with buy and sell tables it wasn't what i wanted to do but i still felt there, there would have been enough demand for it so you know, thankfully i think everything seems to have uh, have kind of lined up or fallen in place the right way with capacity being open which you know um i don't think it's too cheeky to, on that to say that uh, thank you to the to mlse for getting that open uh, Coincidentally, in Ontario, the, the first weekend of the uh, lease uh, home opener, um, but we're now at full capacity. Um, you know, there's still uh, upper deck. Uh, the U.S. staff, apart from uh, our, our good friend Diane, who may even be on tonight, uh, she'll be coming up kind of on her own time and dime, as she said. But the, they won't be up as a company, but of course, upper deck will be there um, with their redemption zone, and a number of the other U.S. Uh, companies that, that support the show and, and the hobby are going to be there as well. But I, I can't tell yet from, from exhibitors, but I think there's a lot of, uh, uh, there'll be a lot of people that come up. Uh, awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Good. Criminal mind says is Thursday dealers night only. No. So what Thursday set up as it's, we're calling it a dealer and VIP preview night. So 
VIP packages, which uh, I just, uh, as we were doing the intro, I just checked it, we're over 400 uh, pre-sold VIP packages. And uh, again, that's uh, that's actually more than double uh, the, the last show as well. And I think a big part of that is because of the preview. Uh, you know, a lot of people, I think, want first crack at, at buy and sell. So it'll be dealers, which numbers, you know, anywhere from 1,000 to 1,400 uh, plus. Um, so it, it's a, a pretty big show, even just on Thursday night. Um, yeah. But it's just so that everybody knows, it's a fully open show in terms of every dealer uh, and company that's going to be part of the show will be there and be open. All the grading companies, authentication companies, and then every exhibitor that's there will be uh, open Thursday night. Good, good stuff. Valentini yeah. uh, says, uh, hello, looking forward to this expo. I'm literally taking Thursday to Sunday. So it's like a mini vacation. Looking forward to meeting you all, especially Jeremy. Hey, Valentini, I especially can't wait to meet you too. Colin Murray says for a dealer that has a big setup, the extra day is huge to set up properly with two with the two day setup. Yeah, that's, that's a great point by Colin. Sean Robb says, ah, thanks for organizing Jack Astor's Thursday. That kind of event really adds value to the expo. I think it does. Be, it's not just that event, but you know, any any event that is happening after the expo where it's just kind of open to people is going to add value for everybody because you don't need to know people. Uh, sure to go to something, right? I mean, I've walked around expo at the end of a show at the end of the day. Sometimes it's like, you know, I always have somebody to have dinner with, but sometimes you, you people don't, and it's nice to have that. So I hope there's some other things going on on the Friday, the Saturday, but you know, um, I just, thanks Sean. And yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting everybody. I hope as many people could, that as possible can come out on, on Thursday night. Looks like Bobby uh, is going to come. Sounds good. Bobby. Good. Well, be good to see you there. Doug, welcome. Says looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, can't wait to see you too, Doug. Ben Carlos in the house. New, new. Uh, what are you, Ben? Are you now like the 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 lead uh, the lead anchor on TSN or something like that? <laughs> He'll be giving out. Uh, oh, he asked, will I be giving out more Jeremy head stickers? I'm going to bring some Jeremy head stickers with me. Yes, I, yes, I am. <laughs> Birds on the bat. It sounds like these that being in Ann Arbor, Michigan, only minutes from the Canadian border is extra tough. Which I could go to the show. Yeah, too bad that you can't. Too bad that you can't. Hello to Albert Jones, Todd McDonald, Ben Carlos will be at the Raptors game on Sunday. Karn mm -hmm. Rye in the house will be the most diverse expo ever. Yeah, I, for sure. But it's yeah. interesting because, because it might not be the most diverse expo ever, but it might yeah. be the most diverse expo to date because yeah. as things keep on evolving. I mean, where do you, where do you see kind of, you know, Steve, when's the next expo? Is it going to be in May? May, yeah. yeah. May, so May uh, 5th to 8th. 5th to 8th. Mark that in your calendars, guys. So, Amit, how do you sort of see the May expo being? Like, like look for it. I know you're speculating, but how do you see the May expo versus the one coming up next weekend? I think that everyone's going to go to this one and be amped, and they're going to blow the May one out of the water. That's my gut feel. They're going to just see all the amazing stuff, and they're going to just really want to make sure they're out there for May. So a lot of people might be uh, apprehensive still, right? But by May, that'll be gone. The people will be out you know, of the And you know what's funny, Amit? And Ken, uh, uh, Steve, you'll get a kick out of this. Like After every expo... Me and Amit, we talk. We're like, all right, six months till the next expo. You know, we the countdown starts at right. the end of the day on Sunday, right? For, and you, I, I see you're smirking because you're like, these card guys, they're so passionate about this. Like I've been, I've been doing cons, but the card guys are the the nerdiest of any of any ven, uh, vendor event uh, out there. So 
I see you're kind of yeah. We start looking forward to the next yeah. expo as soon as the, the, soon as you the know current Steve, one ends. Steve looks most forward to these four days. Is you and I won't be texting him. <laughs> well, you know, you know what? One of the things I learned over pandemic, and I think I, I talked about this last night with Bobby and Carlos, was uh, it really landed on me, and I think largely from you both, Jeremy and me, uh, how big a deal this is to collectors. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I even said I, I feel I take on an extra amount of responsibility to all of you, to the whole community, to make this show great. And uh, so I, I was really impressed by that, and, and you're just. All the elements of support that uh, I've gotten from the hobby have been really great, and to kind of b- back that up. But uh, so that that's been that's been great. And so I'm I'm super excited. That's why I was you know, excited to have your uh, your event on the Thursday, and I, I want to keep doing more. That's a big part of also why I wanted to do the VIP night to have more outside of show programming, if you will, or incremental programming. So yeah, yeah, no, uh, for, yeah, for sure, man, for sure. I uh, need uh, two halls in, in May, I think. Two halls in May. Well, let's let's make a statement here. I think you'll need two halls in May. Let's see if it comes true. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Uh, Ken yeah. says fifty percent hockey this year, so bang on with what oh, I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, far from Pukin wants to know: <laughs> Are vaccine passports required to get in, and are masks required? Yes. Yes. So uh, again, I've gotten a couple trolls on this thing, and I just say, look. They're not my rules, but if I want to put on a show, I got to follow them. So that's the rules. If you, if you want to come, we want to have everybody. If you don't, that's cool too. Wait until May and all the things will be different. But yeah, it's the only way I can run an event. The venue's uh, mandating it and the government, provincial government is. So, um, and that's, you know, we could talk about that too. You know, people want to talk about the hours or just how things are going to flow and everything else. But, uh, uh, and that's another benefit, frankly, of the VIP night is that it's going to get, um, you know, a, a big chunk of people that already go through that process. So um, basically the way it's going to work is that once you're vaccine checked once, you'll get a special wristband and that you won't have to be vaccine uh, checked again throughout the weekend. So you'll be able to go right, right in. And so it'll be that much quicker and easier. So, good. but yeah, it, it's, it's required. Well, good. I mean, I think a lot of people wouldn't come if that wasn't the case. So I agree. Uh, put, that you part can, too. Put, you yeah. can put most of us in that category, I think. Yep. Uh, Luigi yep. said some pretty good eats by the Expo as well, which is true. And I must say, the restaurant selection right near the Expo has gotten better over the last couple yep. of years. So yeah, especially yep. those ones that are right there, right at the entrance to, to the International Center. So that's great. Frankie Stain in the oh, house. Hey, Frankie. Frankie Stain in the house. Good evening to you. And a big thank you to Steve for bringing us all together again. You know, it's a great point. I want I wanted to touch on it a few seconds ago, but I, I lost my train of thought. But it's like it's uh it, it's it's like Dale said on the last show, you know, it's it's all of our shows, right? And that's mm-hmm. it's not just Steve's show. Yeah, you're it's your business, Steve, and you're you're promoting it, but it's on all of us to make this a great event, not just on you. And yeah. I, I hope, you know, and that's why I think it speaks to why we're all so excited about it. And uh, and it's on us to, to we have a vested interest as hobbyists, as collectors, as owners of cards, as people that love the wheeling and dealing. We have a vested interest in this show being bigger and better and, and just always improving or at least not 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 uh, declining. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just it's just an important sort of thing, and 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 to Frankie's point, yeah, you're, it's uh, it's nice, you know, you're quarterback in this thing, and we're all supporting it uh, because I think we're all in it together. So, Adam Holgate says really trying to clear his schedule to come. Recommend Saturday over Sunday. I mean, I'm gonna say yes. Yes. I'm gonna say yes. See if yes. you guys agree. I say yes because 
I mean, we're in a time of the hobby right now where things are so hot. Like I recommend Thursday over Saturday right now. The sooner you get there, the better cards you're going to have the access to. You're going to have access to. So, and the more selection, I believe. So, yeah, uh, let me believe, let me speak. Uh, sorry, I'll speak to that too. And I, I agree. I mean, Saturday at most shows, whether it's comic cons or uh, sports card shows, Saturday is almost always the biggest day. But interesting here, as I, I mentioned, Thursday night will also be big. But I'm just looking at my ticket sales. And again, keep in mind. So, at the last show in 2019. My advanced ticket sales were about 6% of the total. So pretty small. Um, and still, it's still not going to be a bigger, I mean, a huge number, but it's going to be like 50. Right now, it looks like it's targeted to be 15, 20%. So it's you know, more than doubled. But what's interesting is that my Friday set pre sales are almost the same as my Saturday, um, which again, I think speaks to exactly that, that you know, guys want to get get there early and, uh, and, get it get it quick buy it or sell it fast yeah you're yeah. right i mean friday morning has always been the best before the doors open to the public as a vendor <laughs> who has that early access friday yeah. morning is always the best so thursday will probably be the best opportunities right now and meet what do you think i agree i think that, and also i think this year you're going to see people buying cards right away if the virtual expo was any example like people saw the card they bought it right away i think in person it's going to happen yeah. with yeah with a higher degree of frequency um, so I think you have to come in as early as you can and, and get your items right away. There won't be the good stuff won't, won't stay around. Yeah. Mark, Mark says, you know, the fact that shows in Toronto, how well will non-hockey cards sell? I know dealers are coming from all over. Uh, very, very, very well is how yeah. they will sell. I mean, basketball, uh, is extremely hot in, in Canada. I mean, the Raptor, it, if it's actually funny, if you think about it, the Raptors have more fans than any basketball team in the NBA in the because league, the yeah. Raptors yeah. have the whole country. Whereas, yeah. whereas even in LA, you're you know you've got two teams between two teams, the population yeah. of, of Los yeah. Angeles. So and the population of California. What are there four teams in California or something like that? So I mean, the Raptors probably have the largest fan base in. I won't say the, I think the Lakers probably do because they just they have global significance. Yeah. But you know the Raptors might be second for the largest fan base worldwide and. Toronto fans are rabid basketball fans. And there's the Blue Jays who have some great young stars. So, you know, I think, and football is just popular everywhere, the NFL. Yeah. So, and now mm -hmm. soccer. So I think the answer is, is very well. And a lot mm -hmm. of hockey collectors are, are branching out and they're branching yes. out aggressively. So I think uh, people that have that diverse showcase are going to be, uh, are going to reap the rewards of that. So any, any of you guys have any comments on that? So I'll, I'll go in there. So I agree with you. And I think the, the non-sport angle is going to be amazing. I mean, look at Robert Downey Jr. autos right now. They're in the, the five figures. Like, there's it's going to be an exciting time to see this kind of stuff in showcases. And I'm also I'm looking forward to dealers and customers who are like, who are usually disappointed. I'm like, do you have any basketball? Do you have any non-sport? He's going to get a lot of support for those guys. Those guys are going to be happy and they're going to bring some of their friends. So I'm happy for that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Skeppy says carpeted floors or will everyone's dogs be barking by Sunday? Unfortunately, I don't the, the answer isn't the one we want. Steve, no. can you can you speak to carp to the to, to this issue? Here's what I like to say. Um, wear comfortable shoes, bring drink plenty of water and bring lots of cash. <laughs> those are my <laughs> the three tips. So read into those what you want about carpet. But, uh, oh yeah. The ATMs run out of money quick. Everyone is aware the ATMs run out of money probably in the first 
three hours of the show. Yeah, I've asked them to uh, to bring in extra. So, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, so, I'm gonna have to come to you guys for cash. So, so Ooh, cash, what? sneakers, <laughs> and water. Cash, good shoes, and water for sure. Yeah. Very, very important. So when we say gonna... we're gonna roll out the red carpet for you, we're not literally saying that. We're just saying <laughs> <laughs> it's a figure of speech. It's a right. figure of speech. I like this. Luigi lives ten minutes from the location and will make his first expo. Super excited to meet it to meet everyone and do deals. Looking forward to that too. Seb, are there are there some trade nights planned at the end of the days after the show? Steve, what do you know about any trade nights going on that might be formally well, organized? I was trying to put something together and wasn't able to for a, a bunch of reasons, but I did see just yesterday, the day before, that uh, there is going to be one, and I wish I had it handy. Um, but one of the, uh, the the new Toronto dealers, uh, when they have relics, is going to be doing a trade night upper deck sanction. So um, is that the Sheraton on the Sheraton? Okay. Yeah, I can tell you right now. Actually. Four points did, for the other one, but I did yeah. see that as well. I thought I saw that it was a two hundred person uh, capacity, and yep. you had to kind of register, which I did not. But you know, you got to think that it's gonna, they're going to have more than two hundred people between the actual uh, the actual room that they have uh, yeah. allocated yeah. and the outside of that room, just like we saw at the national. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, November thirteenth at seven p.m. at the Sheraton, and there is a limit. There's a limit, right? But I don't. I can't see that limit being uh, really managed. You know what I mean? Because people are going to go anyway. Maybe not get in. Hopefully, people go. Hopefully, this thing blows up and we take we being the hobby takes over the lobby and maybe some other uh, of the areas of the hotel, like hap- like like what happened in Chicago, which was amazing. Uh, what happened yeah, there? Yeah. Do you remember yeah. Jeremy? Our trade nights where we would it would. I'd be on a Friday night. We would stay up all night, sleep for two hours, and come back to the expo and do it again <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. At, what was the hotel called that we used to all stay at there? It was a terrible hotel, though. Terrible quality hotel. Street? Quality? The quality Inn. Quality, quality Inn. Yeah. Inn. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to offend anyone, but yeah. It wasn't quality. But we'd all no, stay, was... we'd stay at that hotel, and we would uh, all congregate in somebody's room, yeah. and uh, we'd be doing trades and we also did them on, on on Sunday nights too, I believe, after the show was yeah. over. But yeah, hopefully we get some of that going where there's room for more people. And it sounds like Relics has that one that that event going. So hopefully that'll be good. But I, I would I would advise people to kind of keep your ear to the ground, talk yeah. to people, mm-hmm. see what 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 other things are planned because these trade nights have become really uh, you know intertwined with the event itself, and it's mm-hmm. and and you know. You've got you've got the days of the show. You've got the evenings. You got to eat. Well, most people need to eat. Some don't. And then you, 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 you want to keep on. You want to keep on hobbying. So I'm sure there will be some other things that'll that'll pop up. I have to think. Jeremy, um, for the record, you don't eat. I've never seen you eat. You're, I I pick up Tim Hortons on my way in, yeah. and then I don't eat until after. There's no time. I mean, I'm not no. I'm not about to leave the expo to go get food. I mean, no, and, I, and no offense busy. to the international center, but I'm not going to eat the food at the international no. center. So I mean, it's also too busy. You're talking to people like it's insane. Like you just can't leave. I don't even notice that I that I haven't eaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, yeah, it's good. Uh, Bobby says on Wednesday, will dealers have to go to the front, or will there be testing at the back door? <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, the and I I understand why you might think that, but uh, no, the the way we're setting this up, and again, we're trying to be as effective and efficient as possible, is. Uh, on the Wednesday move-in, the, the dealer testing will be separate from the consumer testing. So all the dealers 
uh, will be having to check in before the show opens. So everyone will be tested at the back door. So where the loading docks are and, and that sort of thing, they, where they're usually, usually in you know, the same kind of spot where the dealers would come in, get your uh, exhibitor kits and your badges and so on. Uh, the same thing. We're actually going to be um, doing a bit of a drive-through testing. So you get your COVID screen and your VAX check before you go in and, and, uh, uh, and queue up for the, uh, uh, for the move-in. So. Okay, good. Really good to know. Lapper, looking forward to seeing Lapper at the show. Lars from Mars asks what might be the most imperative question of the yes. night. Will the mayor of Canada be there? I can, I can, I can affirm that yes, the mayor yes. of Canada will be making the trip up from Long Island. It's funny that the mayor of Canada lives in New York, but hey, that's just the way it worked out. <laughs> yeah. He will be at the uh he will be at the show. You'll uh, hear Mikey him. Singer says Steve looks great. Shame he's not using the blue Yeti mic yet, which <laughs> Which is kind of true. It might have a, the sound quality might be better, but we're doing fine still. Ian Undercover, I thought Jeremy was the mayor of Canada. No, no, that's uh, no, that gentleman by the name of Rich, Rich Barone is the yes. true mayor of Canada. Mikey, can't wait to see you there. Steve, does Mike have a Mikey have a booth at the show to buy and sell cards? I'm worried that yeah, he does, and uh, <laughs> so I think Mike, that might be a conflict of interest. But well, yeah. Mikey, the guy who really helped you uh, make the virtual expo. Yep what yeah. it's what it what it became and Absolutely. he wasn't a hobbyist i mean he collected cards as a kid i think going in but now he's like embraced oh, the hobby to to the nth degree so uh tell us a bit about that steve like like it's just kind of funny that, that mikey is now he's on instagram all the time yeah. he's buying and selling like is that because of uh helping you with the virtual uh absolutely i think it, it, a lot of it you know sparked his uh his renewed fervor for the for the hobby but yeah he's he's in he's in you know balls deep as they say <laughs> so now i don't think there's any worry of his uh, of his wife watching this program but uh, yeah he's in i won't say over his head because he knows what he's doing but yeah <laughs> there's nary a minute and he's he's actually he's running uh we've had a tremendous uh, ebay partnership and it's only blossomed through the virtuals and uh uh, this is the first time we've we're actually now doing a, a, a sport card expo uh, eBay store and auction that's running now, and I think Mikey's taking it on his own personal project. So and it's going quite well. I've got some items in there, and there's some some really good stuff happening in that. So that's great. Here's that is it. great. Yeah. Albert Jones says, "What made the hobby blow up like this?" Oh God, I, another I mean, hour. It's <laughs> it's a tough question, but let's not go in too deep. But let's put this one to you, Steve, because. Because me mm -hmm. and Amit probably have the same kind of, we could go ramble, ramble. You know, yeah. you're, you might have a different perspective. From your perspective, what made the hobby blow up like this? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do reiterate a lot of the stuff, the, the sort of macro factors, you know, with the pandemic and uh, um, people having time and money and different places renewing. Uh, and I've tried to. I've tried to capture a couple of different elements of it. So a lot of people have got back into the hobby that maybe collected when they were young and now are getting into it again. Um, but I, I uh, just, it's, it's definitely fed on itself. So I think initially the initial piece was, was the pandemic and that gave people time and money to be looking, all right, what can I do? And, and you're going into the, literally going into the closet as the cliche piece um, and, and bringing out their, their hobbies, uh, their collections and so on again, and that sparked it. But the, it just seemed to kind of carry on its own momentum. And then as, as that happened, more and more people got into it. The, the prices as they rose attracted more and more people. And a lot of those people that were being brought into it are, are 
you know, higher profile from not only outside North America, but outside the industry. In a lot of cases, you're seeing a lot of athletes that wanted to get back involved with their own cards. You're seeing a lot of uh, pop culture um, you know, pundits and or characters and, and people uh, get into it. Um, you know, as an example, DJ Ski's coming up to the show. And, you know, and I've been looking to, to percolate that because I think a lot of the, we get all the traditional um, hobbyists in, in the area. And I think what we want to do and what I've said since I started taking this over is I really want to find more fans and help uh, convert those fans into collectors. But, you know, the pandemic has done a lot of that work for us for me. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's a combination of sort of macroeconomic factors and then also just some of these uh, um, these bigger, crazy sales that have you know, sparked mainstream interest. And the fact that people had time on their hand, the pen. Oh, there's so many things. Yeah. Yeah. Criminal Minds says, will Brian Gray be attending the show and will there be on-site grading? I don't think Brian Gray is coming uh, because That's he's... It's a I didn't know if those two those two parts are separate questions or somehow separate. they're connected, but uh, they're, they're unrelated. Um, what, what can you tell us about on-site grading, Steve? Okay, yeah, Le Leaf is not attending, and I don't know if Brian will be, but uh, um, we need more room in the show for him and uh, his uh, his energy. So hopefully he does, but I don't think he is. Um, so on-site grading, um, we'll have four four grading companies uh, there: um, KSA and MNT, the two Canadian grading companies, will be on-site and grading on-site. Um, and you can click through on their website. They, they both have their show uh, specials around you know, timing and pricing and, and so on there. Um, PSA will be there represented through PSA Canada, Brad Hartland and uh, uh, his crew. Uh, and they've similarly, they, they've got their um, information that you can find in terms of service levels and pricing of, of what they're offering. So they'll be taking submissions on site. Um, and then Beckett will be on site taking submissions as well. Uh, Beckett won't be doing any rock hard reviews this time, but they will be accepting submissions. And okay. then authentication side, um, PSA will be PSA and Beckett will both be accepting submissions for authentication as well. But uh, JSA will of course be on site, and they will be doing submissions. Uh, pardon me, they will be doing authentication on site, and they've already got apparently quite a, a lineup of people. They haven't been in Canada to authenticate you know, since November of 2019, so. And then they'll be going over to Dale's show in Vancouver uh, the yeah. week after. So yeah. they're yeah. doing the they're doing the Canadian tour. That yeah. makes sense for sure. Yeah. Uh, Steve, uh, Collection SML. I know the expo is now in a new uh, a new uh, hall, a new hall at the International Center. Is it smaller or bigger than the old one? So in terms of just straight square footage, it's actually about the same. It may be like three to five thousand square feet less because they put in a a new food. Um, court area um the, the challenge is it's more of an l-shaped and it's kind of a funny shape it's uh it's narrower in the in the entrance and then it's a, a wider it's kind of like a almost a, a hockey stick um but then i've had to add more space because of the the wait list and i had a wait list for for some time and as i said until i knew i was going to be able to have more than a thousand people i wasn't going to let in more vendors because i needed to i didn't want to dilute that for uh, an existing dealer. So once they opened that up, I let the, uh, the uh, most of the waiting list in. Um, so we actually have more square footage than we have when we did in 2019 this time. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Mike, Mikey says he'll personally screen you and me a meet. So we'll okay. get that. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared. Yeah, I'm scared. What's the, what's the saying about gloves? I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, Victor says uh, to you and me, Amit, will we be creating content while there? We'll start with you, Amit. Uh, no, I think this time I'm going to be just enjoying the show for what it is because the first time in 20 some odd months, 
maybe in May I'll do that. Right now, I just want to have fun with cards. I don't want to trip up the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I'm going, I feel the same way, but I will do like a walkthrough, I think, maybe an Instagram live sort of thing. Uh, but as far as like sports cards live episode, I, I don't I, I don't think so. But you you never know. We'll just see how how it can go. Uh, Mikey Singer blames Steve completely for getting him into the <laughs> hobby now. <laughs> Alf Gaudet says the lockdown did and cleaning out the old trunks. Yeah, I agree. Barbara Welcome says that's so true. The pandemic, everybody got cleaning their closets out like me. My cards are all raw and I have to get them graded. Mickey says, I'm 15, so hyped for the show. I got a few friends coming out that I got into cards, and my dad is, is Valentini Kitchens. Haven't been since the last show. Can't wait for y'all. Jack Astor's awesome. Mickey. Uh, Billy Celio. I, this name sounds familiar to me. I don't know Billy who he is. Celio. He's a Billy troll. Celio. A troll. Well, anyway, he says, my question is for me, what will you do with all your free time since I won't be there to ask a million for you to ask a million questions? And we are very upset that Billy... Yes. Uh, who is the uh, brand of manager at Upper Deck will not be yeah. able to make the uh, the expo for sure. For nothing flames, very happy to hear that. Thank you very much. Scott Cause will be will Scott Cause be driving up from Buffalo? I'll drive and meet crazy if I'm allowed to cross the border. You can cross the border, so you can come on up. An uncommon curator says, "Can you all pay my way up for the weekend? We'll sleep in the hall under Jeremy's table and eat this." discarded tim <laughs> you, you yeah. don't want to see what the floors are like in some of these places it's so funny because the meat and i have been set up next to each other at the expo for i don't know 10 years now Maybe. and i'm a meat will will uh he'll 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 back me up on this i'm pretty uh like i don't like a mess at our booth and yes. a meat sits there cracking packs of cards and throws <laughs> the wrappers on there i come around every half hour and like clean up after him and clean out our clean out our area to make it a little bit more uh you know just enjoyable to be in so um yeah you don't want to be under our uh under anyone's booth uh near yeah. where me and meet are for sure for sure so steve should we bring up the 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 the, the floor uh what do we call it the, sure yeah floor plan yeah floor plan okay let's bring up the floor plan and we'll let you uh so here we go guys i'm gonna bring it up there's the floor plan for the show uh, it doesn't all fit on the screen here, but so here we go. It's November 11th to 14th. Now four big days. And this is the, this is the, uh, the hall. So the entrance is right over here, Steve. Yeah. You know what I would uh, do actually, let's go to the bottom first, just because the hours, cause I, I had sent it out yesterday just, just to the dealers, but I had sent it out with the wrong, with a mistake on one of the hours. So you can see at the bottom, the public hours are Thursday, four to eight. Um, Friday's changed up. We're starting earlier at 10 o'clock and going to 8 p.m. Love it. Um, so give a bit more time for after after expo uh, activities. Saturday's usual time is 10 to 6 and Sunday's 10 to 5 as well. That's so, great. And I just want yeah. to say about the Friday, the hours used to be, I believe, from 1 till 10. Yeah. Or was or was yeah. it 1 till 9? Whatever, 1 till so 9 it was 10. 10. It was 10 initially, and that was one of the first things I changed. Yeah. That was, it was 10 yeah. o'clock. We, we, I wouldn't have eaten all day. And the, yeah. the show ends. We'd go to the we'd go to the keg. Yeah. We'd wait forty five minutes for our table. You're eating at eleven forty five. You're scarfing down a steak at mid you know midnight, and then you're going to sleep and you're waking up to go back to the show. Yeah. If you're not going out to have some drinks or whatever with some friends, so um, yeah. so okay. There we got the hours out of the way. So that's so the hours. And and I'll just add to that. Uh, VIPs do get in fifteen minutes. Uh, obviously not on on Thursday. Uh, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday, VIPs get in 15 minutes early, uh, earlier than those stated times. So that's the key thing. So the 
what you have here is, yeah, the, the show entrance is there to the left where you see the number three, um, but uh, you enter here at the upper left, by, just under eBay there where it says number one, enter here. Um, and what you'll, what people, the way that the flow is going to happen, and, and largely, again, I'm just anticipating, I, I, I didn't want any of this to happen outside for in case of weather, but basically you'll enter at one, you'll go in through to two where you'll be COVID screened and vaccine checked. Um, at which point you'll get that uh, vaccine uh, wristband, special wristband that I mentioned. And then you'll kind of do a bit of a, a 180 and go back through the in, inside hallways on a kind of a south, yeah, southwest over into the hall one ticketing area. Um, and that's where uh, if you have advanced tickets, you redeem your tickets for, uh, for a wristband. And if you uh, don't, you, you'll line up and buy day of tickets. And from there, it's, uh, yeah, you enter well, in through, sorry. Let me just... Let me just jump sure. in really quick here, Steve, and say from here, everybody, when you come in, you're going to go straight through to here. Yep. That's Jeremy and Amit right there. That's where you're going to find us. So yes. you're going to get your passport here. You're going to come this way. You're going to walk in. You're going to beeline straight for these two booths here and come say hello to us. Okay, back to yeah, you, Steve. I, you, but you probably want to stop at pastime or something uh, on your way. No, so just have to come no. straight and say hello. Straight to me and Amit. Straight yes. to me and Amit. All right. All right. And then you go make your way back. But. Uh, oh, yeah, you don't have see, to. Yeah, <laughs> you'll see right out of the gate. It's uh, it's a much it's the the entranceway is, is half the width of uh, of the regular show. So obviously, it's a very different floor plan in that regard. Um, but you know, you'll and what everyone needs to know who's a regular goer is that most everyone is in a most every dealer is in a different um, location this time. Um, they may be close. They may be in close proximity to who they were there for, but um, it's a pretty level playing field and that everyone, almost everyone is in that same position. So um, it'll it might take a bit more work, but quite honestly, I think it might help people discover new, uh, new sellers and new buyers. So, um, Steve, yeah, where, so do you, where do you recommend the dealers park? Is it in their usual spot? Like, should we go in where the old hall five area was? So yeah, basically where you would park on the North side or behind hall five. Yeah. Uh, that just happens to be, the south side of hall one. So if you look down where the five and the uh, yep. uh, five and six are, loading docks, yep. five, six, seven, um, that's the where you'll load in and that's where the dealers will go in every day. Uh, I mean, dealers can come in up at the front if they if they want to. Um, and I'll get to the uh, the conference center in a second. But uh, um, yeah, the, the intention is that exhibitors will typically uh, enter through the back. Okay, so, so the attendees are going to come in this way you're going to yep. cover the front of the show. You're going to, you got eBay here. You got Kenny at pastime here. Uh, Pather. I'm, I've never heard of them. Mint Inc. I've heard of Mint Inc. We got Dolly's great card shop here. All the vendors against the yeah, wall. eBay. Yep. eBay. Uh, eBay. eBay's right there. You got upper decks going to have a nice big area over here. Food court Beckett right here. Mm -hmm. And then this is sort of a bit of a, a narrower, you know, almost a bottleneck from this big area here to this other big area here. Yep. And I kind of like, like these guys here at these booths are, are going to have some great traffic because the only real way to get from this area to this area yeah. is right through here. So if you're any of these booths, you know, congrats, I would say that's probably a good place to be. You're going to get a lot of traffic. And then you come well, into this yeah. area here and yeah. this is uh, the back the, the the bottom of the L or, or whatever you want to call it. But um, this is going to be a fun area, I think. You're going to see a lot of action in here. You're going to see, yeah. you're going to see a ton of action here because me and Amit are here. You're going to see a ton of action over here. You know, 
and then this area here. But tell us a bit, Steve, about what's going on up in here, because I see more stuff up yep. there. Yep. So as you make your way up there, you're, I, I think you're right. I think there'll be a lot of buzz and activity up there. And, and to your point on that bottleneck area, literally everybody has to walk through that. So that'll be definitely uh, the horses will be there. I mean, you'll have to make them drink, but the horses will definitely be there. Uh, <laughs> So, and then you'll, you'll continue up through the, the blade of the hockey stick or whatever you want to call it, the uh, the base of the L, uh, and you'll see where the number uh, eight is. I'm having to check mine because I can, yeah, the number eight is. That's actually, um, that leads through. So once we opened up our, had our capacity open, as I said, we were able to let in more, more dealers. Um, so there's a short uh, passageway there that you walk through. Um, and when I say short, it's literally like 60 feet. Um, and it opens up into the conference center. So it's actually, it's like the ballrooms at the north end of Hall 5, only frankly, it's much nicer, um, much newer. Uh, it's all carpeted. And so in there will be another 40, 40 or so, 40 to 50 uh, dealers. Um, again, a complete mix. Uh, it's a little bit different in that there will, in addition to being some 10 by 10, there's also um, a new table option there. So uh, eight by eight uh, foot um, spaces. So smaller spaces, but tables, but you know, just providing a uh, a smaller, lower cost option for for uh, for new people as well. So uh, I expect that to be uh, buzzing as well. And then within that same space will be the um, uh, the autograph pavilion, the main stage, and uh, uh, and the those dealers. So where is the autograph? Is this the autograph pavilion here? So it, it shows up currently on the right side. Quite honestly, uh, this part of the floor plan is going to change up a fair bit okay. before next week. Um, but all of what you see there will still be there. It's just going to be reconfigured a little bit to be a bit more, um, to make a bit more sense, just because right, I have, I got more booths than I had expected initially in there. So, and I'd like, I'd like to just draw everyone's attention to where the men's and ladies rooms are, because believe it or not, <laughs> we're not sure. And I know where they were at the old show, but I'm noticing, okay, I'm set up right. I'm set up right over uh, here at 254 and meets here at 252. And our trip to the to the bathroom is going to be pretty quick to right over here. You got bathrooms up over here, up over here, up over here. So that's something that you're going to want to note because, uh, you know, you're in this building for a long time. So good there are also washrooms that don't show up um, just below uh, to the left of five where you below four over here. Uh, OK, good. So Another that's the ones we don't tell people about. So yeah, up here. This is the this is the new area, sort of the other option for tables versus booths, sort of thing. Is this? Yeah. So that's going to be a fun little area. You know, it is definitely segregated from the rest of the show. But don't forget about when you if you're an attendee at the show, don't forget about this area here, guys. Make sure you get up there. Steve, are these booths along here? Yep. Yeah, there's booths along there. Uh, so those will be ten by tens, and then most of the most of not, not all but most of the ones inside will be uh, eight foot or eight by 14 foot tables um but yeah again that's where you're going to see a lot of the, the new folks which i know for you know people that are they're new people to buy from and, and or sell to so definitely uh, you don't want to leave those out um and one of the things we're doing and that mikey and his crew are helping out with is so um you know the stage is is in there uh, and one of the things that we're going to be doing is broadcasting the stage onto uh so the, the, there's big bulkheads in this. I was trying to point to your screen. <laughs> there's big bulkheads on that first part um, of the wall, like just on either side of the eBay uh, booth uh, on the wall. So we're going to have projectors. So whatever the size is, 15 by uh, 20 foot 
uh, projections of what's happening on the stage in three different spots on those walls. So just trying to connect the rooms as, as much as possible. So uh, there will be that. But um, will they be? Will there be audio with that video or, or no? There will, but it will be separate audio so we can manage it. So that uh, yeah, I don't want. So it's I, not I, dominating the the, yeah. the sound waves of the room. Yeah. No, no, we're not raving it here. So. It's I made a comment earlier about the lack of quality food at the internet at hall five, at least is this food court here going to be any better than what we, what we're used to. Um, how do I answer that? Um, <laughs> you, international yeah, I'll, Center, I'll answer for you. Hang on. The international center has been a great partner uh, to me. Um, and I'm really excited to be back there working with them. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit probably healthier than, a lot of collectors um and so i i'm often a bit flustered about what i eat so i'm not i'm still going to bring a lot of my own food how's that yeah no it's fair i mean listen yeah. it, it slices a pizza and that sort of yeah. thing but um it's, it's, it's just what you would expect at any large event and it's, you know, it's good quality well prepared um but uh yeah it, it's meat, not any... the... sorry steve didn't mean to cut no, you off say it's not why you come to the show no, it's definitely, definitely not. Uh, Amit, any uh, comments from you on the floor plan? Uh, since they're supporting Steve, I'm not going to comment about the food, but the floor plan is definitely different, but people will get used to it pretty quickly. For people who come to the expo, I highly recommend you come up with some sort of plan to use markers to know where you are. I can't tell you how many times people are like, I'm looking for this booth and I don't know where it is. You have to look for little land markers. So, when you see me and Jeremy, that's our first marker that you should use. So you'll know where we are. And relative to us, we can tell you where to, where to go from there. And then, uh, you know, the food court's another marker. But again, you know, Jeremy and I. We're, we're as are, as is Upper Deck's booth. And, you know, yep. you've got you've got yeah. the, 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 the CDDs, I guess, that are selling the wax. And this is, this looks like a real hub right here in the middle. And, you know, me and Amit, uh, we're you, you and I are right here, Amit, right in amongst this this hubbish area. Yeah. Nice dealer cluster right here. Yep. Upper deck over here. Nice dealer cluster here, and then this big dealer area here. Yep. I can't wait to to just meander these aisles. This I'm going to come in this way, guys. Yeah, you already I'm gonna go, know. Yeah. I'm going to go up here. I'm going to come back here. I'm going to go this way, this way, this way. I'm going to cover it all. Probably go back, retrace my steps, come back. Over here, back to my booth, and then come come see everyone who's who's uh, wants to do some deals with me at at my table. Kenny's always got great stuff at his table. Yes. I don't know what eBay is going to be doing, but they always have a setup. Dolly's always has a super assortment of nice high end. Uh, you talking about not much hockey? They uh, have the rest. They've got a lot of like it's oh, almost yeah. it's yeah. almost a museum at their booth a lot of the yeah. time. So you yeah. know there's not much, many more booths that are marked here. So I can't speak to anyone else specifically. But um, I just I, I dreamt about it last night, guys. <laughs> I dreamt about the show. I am so excited. Okay, yeah. well that's great. I'm glad that uh, that we had a chance to take yeah. a look at the floor plan and hopefully get some people sort of acclimatized to how it's going to be set up and where a meet and I, hey we have. We have a bit of an advantage of meat that we have to tell people and show them where we are and yep. make sure you guys definitely come yeah, by so and say it. hello. And I, I, you know, because of this, I mean, we'll be doing up some oversized uh, printouts of the floor plan, um, you know, outside of the show. We'll probably even do um, like a, a, a black and white paper fold out that people can pick up with uh, the floor plan mm -hmm. and that'll list dealers both alphabetically and by booth number. 
so that we can help track. And we'll have a downloadable PDF and so on that, that uh, people can use just to try and facilitate that piece. But uh, you know, again, it's, it's going to be a bit more like a scavenger at this time. So everyone will explore and have to get out of their normal uh, patterns and, and habits a little bit. But I think that's, that's half the fun of the finds. Yeah, 100%, 100% Steve. I don't, you know what? I was, let me just say, I'll, you know, anyone who gives you grief about moving around or what, hey, you, like Frankie Stain said earlier, you've made this thing happen. You've taken some risk. You've put it out there. We're all grateful this is happening wherever we are, whatever hall we're in, whatever location. I, I actually look at the floor plan. I don't see a bad booth in that whole place. I really don't. I mean, I think well, the it's amount just, of people that are into the hobby now, there isn't going to be a dead zone. People are going to be all over the place. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, and and I think it's going to be, and, and the fact that we, that it's new, that just makes it more fun again. I remember when we were in that other hall several years ago, there was nothing, no one really complained. I did. I didn't hear a lot of complaints. It was, it was fine. I mean, yeah. you know, people in general change is something that not everyone can get their head around, but uh, this is, this is a minor issue. This is, this is, this is uh, not even a first world problem, you know? This is, no, no, and that's yeah. what I say. I mean, we're just lucky to be back with being able to do a, 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 a no capacity limit show. And so the rest is just, yeah, it's just yeah. It's be adventurous. Don't, don't say history. We haven't gotten there yet, Steve. Let's, let's get there first. And then you'll say the rest is history. No, no, okay, yeah, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> so let's go to some comments. Scott Cause has a table with Gene. My buddy Gino needs to find, they need to find display cases. Steve, if you, it sounds like you're already backed up, but uh, hockey guy wants to know if I'm a meets card show mother. I mean, <laughs> not completely. Question, but... I, I do clean up after him uh, with, with all, all the his, time. Uh, I do, all the, his I do wax, All his Probably wrappers his on the floor, mother, but... right? But Amit does provide me bottles of water. Oh, and Amit, can you bring me some of those cushions for the floor? Yes, yes. I actually already packed those. So I remember. Thank you. Yes. That'll save my my, my legs. And the sure. hand sanitizer. I'll bring that to you. Sumo Manko Man, any trade nights planned? We spoke a bit earlier about that, Sumo. There is one uh, that... that uh, the Sheraton on the Saturday. Relics. Right. Relics, Relics is planning. Relics. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure you'll hear about it there. Ken makes a really good point. He says the yep. best deals will be at Jeremy's booth. The second best deals will be at pastime. And, wait, and wait, meat, what, what about a meat, Ken? What about a meat? What Yo, about a meat? What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Well, hey, a meat's uh, booth often just sort of get, gets blurred with mine. So yeah. that'll, that'll be fine. Lars says, tell the mayor to bring me some Tavares cards. I'll actually have some Tavares cards, Lars. So come, come see me too. Come see me too. What is Trader's Bar and Restaurant, Ken Wanso? Is that something on yeah. the floor plan? Ignore that. That's uh, So one of the neat things about this hall is there's actually a design center in there. So all the, uh, the, the white space you see between that blue legend and the conference center is yeah. an actual, uh, it's a whole series of uh, independent uh, um, stores, uh, primarily um, the design center, so furniture stores and that kind of thing. But the chairs on, I don't, I don't even think that's open, but no, it's not, it's nothing that you'll be able to uh, take okay. advantage of. So yeah, strike Good. that from your mind. We'll just leave that there. Six, nothing flames right now against the Rangers. Oh. Uh, uncommon. Where is PSA Canada booth? Where's the PSA Canada booth? Uh, do we happen to know that off the top of your, uh, we do, we do. Mind? That's booth 121. So if you look, uh, um, Left right. of eBay, there's a block of eight booths, and then a block of two vertical booths. They're the the one right on here. the left side. Yeah. My good friend Brad Hartland will be set up right there. Nice, not too far from me. We can hang out. Awesome, awesome. Yep. Colin says the first blocker section is all the heavy heavy hitters 
dealer wise the first blocker section is all the heavy hitters i would say i recognize recognize that name maybe colin murray's part of that he he probably this is is all this is all the this is all the dusty vintage guys this is all the dusty vintage (laughs) and elastic bands okay you want to make your way over to the to this part here this part here is where all the good stuff is just kidding colin you got the location advantage buddy um, will dealers have Canadian football cards or just I'm NFL? Sure That's Mark. I'm sure they will. I'm sure there'll be will. some. Yep. There'll be some for sure. For sure. Valentini, I don't know if anyone else asked you this question. Is PSA or Beckett uh, that came up already? So uh neither are doing on-site grading. Uh Barry Ma of Com C says, Hi, Mr. Menzi. Will you have a hard copy expo magazine for this show? We do not. We do not just because, again, it was so late getting finished. But to what I will show you, hang on. I'm going to duck off camera here for a second. Hey, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Oh, right back. <laughs> there he is. There he is. No, it just, we just didn't have the, the, you know, traditional print takes a long time. And I just wasn't willing to do it. But uh, from May 2020, if anybody does want a special souvenir, I do have uh, the oh. May 2020 uh, Expo Mag. That um, never happened. You know, you should happened. do. You should uh, sign it, Steve. Yeah. Well, and I shared this last night with uh, with Bobby um, and uh, Carlos. But you know, I write just a little blurb. I, I had hesitated to call it an editorial, but a little blurb. And uh, you can see the title of the one I wrote for the May 2020 show here. It's, uh... Will anyone read this? Just in case it doesn't happen. Yeah, I would like a copy of that. I would like. And a copy nobody of that. did. All right, I'll bring one. Well, I did. Autograph it. You sent me oh. a copy. I was very, very, uh, did oh, good, very thankful. I've only got 49,998 left. <laughs> I'll take one. I'll take one. Bring him, bring him to the, yeah, bring a box at least to the show. I'm sure people will. Hey, there, it's, yeah. it's reading material, if nothing else. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Doug, uh, Doug will be in booths 127, 129, just before the eBay booth and PSA booth. 127 and 129 yeah. let's just uh, bring that up and show everybody where where doug will be looks like he is right here yeah oh that's yeah. a good that's a nice location for doug that's yeah what apple. and that's doug that's is part tree. of what i what i call the uh maritime mafia probably the most yeah. fun bunch of uh dealers uh, anywhere on the floor um so you can go there for great cards or great laughs yeah or so good jokes. If you if yep. you stop here to everybody attending, if you stop here at the at the Maritime Mafia with Doug and everybody else, make sure you get past there. Don't don't stop <laughs> here and think the show ends here. It does continue past this part. It does go all the way here, guys. Okay. With they, that, they try and take you in where there. where is the uh, ATM relative to everyone? Uh, oh, by the way, question. where are the ATMs? Well, they the ATM is actually closer to where the craft year thing is but i'm trying to get them to put some right out by the ticket booths uh okay, at okay. number three and i'd like to have them do another one on the show floor by the craft eatery but that's uh, tbd yeah criminal says uh looking forward to the expo the only thing i'm dreading is the parking and the lineups i mean parking is not an issue there's tons of parking tons. you might you might have a bit of a walk but there's tons of parking and the lineups yeah. i mean once you're in, you're in, and then you know I wouldn't. Don't worry about that. That's not yeah. definitely not nothing to uh, to worry too much about. Um, Barry Barry says he'll take a few of those uh, those Expo that never happened yeah, magazines. Sure, I want it signed though. I gotta have it signed. Okay. I'm not. Uh, Mark says how well say as an example will Pat Quinn card sell versus Dale Murphy. <laughs> uh, I don't I, think either would move that well. <laughs> I don't think either will move very well. No. 
And Valentini says, I always, I'm always at that design center and I'm planning to stay far, far away from it. The only designs I'll be looking at are those nice Gretzky's Lemuse and Luca cards. Awesome. Awesome. So, okay. Well, listen, guys. I mean, we're, we're at the end of the comments. Uh, not anymore. Uh, Uncommon. What is the Maritime Mafia? It's a group oh. of vendors from the Maritimes. Yeah. Who uh, who just like to have a good time? It's a great group of great group of people. No yeah. doubt about it. They're always smiling and laughing. Yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, Steve, I mean, anything else you wanted to share with uh, with the audience uh, about the show before? Um, uh, just, you know and I know it's late. I know it's late for you, and so you're you know you're free to to, to bail whenever you're ready and uh, get some sleep. You got a lot. You got a big week ahead. Yeah, I definitely do. We we covered most of it. I mean, but I'm really happy to say, as I said, that even though the companies that aren't coming, like uh, uh, like Upper Deck, are still you know very very strongly supporting the show. But um, most of their brands are going to be there. Uh, your Ultra Pro will be there. Beckett will be there. PSA, you know, through uh, Brad's crew will be there. The JSA guys will be on site. ComC will be there. Dave and Adams, BMW, uh, both uh, you know big American uh, vendors and dealers. You know, some exciting new companies as well, Canadian and American. You know, the, the guys from Collectible support the show even you know they're not set up with a with a booth but they're going to be there uh you know the guys from companies like show your slabs which is you know jeremy you've been to the us so you know who these guys are and they're Corey. that's they're, Corey. they're filling yeah. it down there uh, Corey's going to be coming up and and in fact they will be renting some of their uh they have some special 30 slab holder displays that uh they'll be able to rent as well um so they'll be on site um no it's uh, uh I'm, I'm just Super excited. I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I don't want it over with, but I can't wait for it to start. Yeah. Don't say that yet. Don't say and, that. You know, you mentioned collectible and I, you know, I work with collectible. I host a show for them on Sundays and I'll be doing that tomorrow. And so the fact that they, you know, that just, I just love to hear that they're, they're doing that. They're not, they're looking outside of their own borders and they're going to support the, 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 the hobby in Canada. So I'm glad to hear that. And while I'm there, you know, I don't work for them or anything like that, but I kind of feel like I'm going to be up there representing collectible a little bit too, just because they've been, they've been good to me and great to work with. So really happy to hear that, that they're going to be uh, having a presence. They are. They're, they're a great group of guys. And, and as I mentioned briefly earlier, there, you know, there's two new Canadian fractional ownership companies that are going to be at the show as well. And uh, liquid marketplace being one of them, that's Karn's, Karn's involved. Yep. Karn. And uh, yeah, there's another one that I, I haven't seen in the marketplace yet, but they're going to be there. They're, they're purchased a couple of booths and so it's a it's a really exciting time for the hobby anyway so there's a lot of that new uh those new elements of uh, the hobby growth so awesome yeah. just awesome cool okay well listen i want to give you the opportunity to to go to sleep if you want yeah. you're welcome you're All welcome right. to stick around and meet and i are going to go for a bit more but so up to you but i'm going to keep on going uh are you going to stick around i may take off my uh, lovely camera here but i'll uh, i'll keep listening Okay, well, thanks for joining. Uh, great, great Hello. to have you, and uh, good luck. Good luck. Uh, five sleeps. Yeah, good luck yep. with the next few days leading up to it. Five no sleeps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, man. Thank you. Okay. Cheers. We'll let him. Uh, really? That's that's how he's signing off. Yeah. I I can't. What are we supposed to read his palm or something? I don't, right I don't know, man. That was like like old school TMZ. Here, like, I'm uh, gonna uh, I'm gonna kick him from yeah. the studio. Let's it, see. Yeah. I, 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 we got to teach him a few thing or two about how to disconnect. There we go. Let's put after hours up. Here we go. Okay. Thank you, Steve, for joining. Um, always good to hear from the guy who's kind of uh, steering the ship on this show. That is what you and I meet. Uh, yeah. We spend six months a year looking forward to the expo. So 
and then spending four days not talking to each other only to spend the next six months talking about it yeah because we're too busy hopefully that's yeah. uh that's the same thing so let's go to a couple albert jones will mba be there uh mike baker authentic i i don't think so don't is think my so. uh but i can't say for sure but i, I don't think so Lara says, Amit, show us some cards. Yeah, we'll let you do that right away. Uncommon says, keep going. Time change is coming up. We'll all gain an hour soon. That's, That's true. great That's news true. for me because I've got 60 kids to lead through a practice at 6 a.m. In the morning. And Bobby Burrell says, Steve is such an event gangsta. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby in the world, well, then the word gangsta just don't That's really mix for me bobby i don't know if that's a word that uh that sounds natural coming from you but i, I love it nonetheless um okay amit why don't you uh why don't sure. you show some cards that you're gonna have at your booth and uh sure. yeah just run through a bunch okay so i'll have uh i don't know if you guys can see over my shoulder i'll have my qr code over here so at my booth you can actually scan my cards from the virtual expo so they'll be doing that and i'll just show some fire I've got a PSA for Lemieux mm-hmm. there. I've got a, this is a PSA 7, the how, Mark, Ooh. Marty, and Gordon. That's a WHA card. Yes. I've got, uh, this one I bought, but then I'm going to sell it. It's a PSA 10, Sackick, the Bowman foil. Remember those, those, yeah. uh, those cards from back in the day? Sure do. I've got a, actually, I've got a lot of vintage here. Weird. I've got a Doug Gilmore rookie. Is that a PSA 9? That is a 9. Nice. PSA 9. This is actually a, I was quite surprised how high that card that card went up. Um, this is my big one. One of my big cards that I have for the show. My Gretzky rookie, four and a half. That's pretty funny. I, I also have a BVG 4.5. Oh, really? BVG. Yeah, the battling BVGs. Yeah, we have the same grade, the exact same grade. We all have to converse after what price you put on yours. I'm looking for mine right now. I just have a, a, a box of. Uh, yeah, here it is. Got a. Oh, there you go. There's your four. Mine's and a half. mine's poorly centered. Yours looked better centered. Looked at better center. Mine will be cheaper than his because mine has poor centering. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the old school ITG complete of Jerry Cheevers, like a one on one. Steve, Steve's accusing us of price fixing. <laughs> uh, mentioned some non sport. So these are the holograms from Impel that the people are grading. This one I wasn't going to grade. So is that Silver uh, Surfer? It was hard to see. That was Spider Man, actually. Spider Man. Some baseball. Jose Bautista and Encarnacion. Yeah. That's a nice card. It's a nice looking card. Oh, here's uh, one of my, probably the best card I'll have at the show. I don't know if you can see it. Lemieux. Lemieux, Iserman, triple auto out of five. Five of five. So, Chris, you actually have uh, the sister to this card. I have the Gretzky... Bobby Orr, Patrick Waugh, Triple Auto. It's out of 15, my, my version, which is a beauty. And uh, this is a Diamond Dealer uh, autograph of Gretzky. This one, I'm not sure if I want to sell it. I'm, I'm so torn. Uncommon okay. Curator says we should shill bid each other's. I mean, we, but it's not an auction, so it's really hard to shill bid when you're just putting cards out. Not that Tricky we would bid. anyway, of course. Jay-Z, my guy, what's going on? 
Oh, Marner at nice a 10. His rookie year. Tricky going, Jeremy? Scott, Scott Cause just offered you uh, 20 bucks on that triple auto. Oh, nice. Well, Scott Cause will have to keep talking about more 20s. Is a Brodeur short print auto. That's nice. Um, not all of it is like that, but I have other things like, well, actually, I'm lying. <laughs> Got some Eisermans. Eisman autograph. Nice. And then I'll give you some airtime too, Jeremy. It'll take a couple more. That's something cool. Uh, I, I missed this. Bobby says, I was trying to keep up with the lingo a meat dropped about Steve. Old school TMB. <laughs> I got uh, some old school. Old school, not old school. Sorry. I read Bobby's comment and I talked about it. So I got some patches. These are like the smaller end cards I have for, for sale. Anyway, I've got four four showcases worth of cards. There's going to be stuff from all sorts of uh, uh, genres in, in here. So that's some of the sampling I have. And Jeremy, you want to take some airtime, and I'll show some after. Yeah, I, I'm just so I I actually uh, shipped out today uh, a box of cards to you, Amit. So I I couldn't bring everything with me on the plane. So I shipped out a box to you. It's got three two rows in it, yeah. jam packed with like top loaded cards, and then one four row jam packed and then i'm bringing another uh another two two rows and another sorry another three two rows and an, and uh and then another two row graded two row and then i've got this guy here as well that's filled with sort of graded cards and then one of these i think that's about all i'm bringing so i've just got my this is these are my graded cards that i'm bringing on the plane with me so they're all they're all higher end and uh and uh, I see that. Um, got a so here. here too, so you can scan this at the show and see cards that I've got packed away that won't fit in showcases. That's really a high-end technical techn techn technical uh, setup right there, Amit, with your QR code to see what he what's behind the booth. That's that's pretty amazing. People can scan your QR code, walk around, and and just kind of scroll yep. through all of your all of your yep. cards. Yeah, Jay Z says that triple is amazing. Wants you to wants you to sell it to him. Big ball striker says, let's see the prices. I'm not going to show prices on on the show tonight. We'll show no. them at the yeah. at the uh, at the the show itself. Jay Z wants to see the show the slabs. You want to see slabs? Albert Jones, I want to go so bad, just bad timing. That's too bad. That's too. Matt Pine, who, whose jersey are you wearing, Ami? Uh, this is Cody Franzen. Don't ask. Very smart with the QRs, right? Valentini, feel free to ship me some cards anytime. <laughs> I, I'll ship them to you over the booth at the show when I meet you, Valentini. Looking forward mm -hmm. to it. And Scott Cause says, that's actually brilliant to meet. It is. It's a lot of work. Good for him. Got to be organized, right? That's what people are looking for. Kurt Renault says, might be a dumb question, but how does the currency work for a Canadian show with both U.S. and Canadian vendors and buyers? Vendors choose to take one or both. Yeah, basically, Kurt... You know, as a Canadian vendor, I will take your Canadian dollars yeah. or your U.S. dollars, and yeah. most people will just use a conversion, probably one point yeah. two five sort of thing. So if it's if it's like a hundred bucks Canadian, it's like divide that by one point two five, and that'll be the Canadian the U.S. dollar price. Maybe some guys will use one point two. Tough to say, but your the U.S. money is is very good up in Canada, yeah. just like it is around the world. So yeah. don't worry about that. Your U.S. money will go further than your Canadian will. Yeah. Uh, one second, me. Uncommon says, so will there be a Central Canada, East Coast, and West Coast Mafia Wars? Do I need a vest? I don't think you need a vest. Just bring lots of cash. That's yeah. all. That's, that's what you need. That's Joe all the mob Car wants, right? 
What's that? That's all the mob wants is their money. Exactly. That's all the mob wants. Joe Perot, my guy from Santa Cruz, says, this is like the YouTube tailgate party for the Expo host. Hope everyone has fun. Joe, we'll miss you. Wish you could come. Yeah, Matt Pine says, that looks like a giant redemption card to meet your uh, your QR code. You should have made it look like a redemption card. Yes, that was actually, that's a good point. Next so, year. were you going to show some more, or should I show a few cards? Uh, you go ahead, because I want to give you some airtime, and then I'll show some. All right. I'll show a few cards, guys. I'm not going to show prices. you got to come to the show to see that, but... I got there's a PSA four Wayne Gretzky Opeachy, really nice form, nicer than my BVG 4.5, and will be priced accordingly. But this is a just a great centering on this card. I'm also bringing up um, three of these. This is a PSA 2.5, but it's an amazing 2.5, like nice. an amazing 2.5. I've also got a four, a very nice four with very strong eye appeal like doesn't look like a four to me and then i've got this 5.5 which i bought at the expo last time and uh, it's a very strong 5.5 but i'm a guy that likes strong for the grade cards this is a cool card this is a one of one this is the bgs 10 pavel datsuk rookie from uh 2000 premier 2001 2001 yep. upper deck premier collection it's the only BV bgs 10 in the population and it's numbered out of 250 that's a really great card then I got this guy here. This is the uh, the Ovechkin Young Gun uh, Retro Acetate PSA 8.5. Really cool card. I'll just do th these ones here. This is a BGS8 Pro Set Stanley Cup hologram. So one of the one of the finer copies in the in the hobby. A couple Young Guns PSA 10 Carey Price, who should be back on Monday with the team. Yep. Followed by the Jonathan Taves in a PSA 10. Young Gun, I've got, uh, I think it was Matt Pine that bought, those, bought yeah. those Bobby Orr's off me last time, but he didn't buy this one. This is the 1970 PSA 8 Bobby Orr. Nice centering on that. And then it's nice that you got the full body shot, which you don't have in a lot of those, the 1970s. And I got a PSA 4.5 Bobby Hull. Nice. Over to you, Amit. I've got a PSA 9 Iserman rookie. This is actually top Iserman rookie. Cool. I've got uh, now to switch up some baseball. I've got a PSA nine uh, card out of ten of Alonzo. That's nice. Very from nice. Stadium club. Uh, this guy should be in the playoffs just by the end of the year. So Panarin, Young Gun, BGS nine point five. In between cards to to uh, sorry to a uh, big ball striker. Yeah. Uh, Steve did announce just earlier while he was on that uh, it's going to be May, I think he said 5th to 8th yep, in uh, next year. So, guys, you know, block off your calendar. So, they got uh, this is like an uh, old school patch of Joe Sackick from in the game. I think it was uh, Captain C. Captain C. Um, Tavares had a baller game today. So, one of his rookies, rookie patch from Be a Player. And this is one of the cards that I took out of my PC. I'm going to get rid of it. I really liked it because it's a two-color Gretzky, and I really love this set, like the design. It's one of my favorite designs of a jersey set, so Gretzky. Yeah. And I'll show one more. I'm going to honor my hometown Blue Jays. A 9.5 Lourdes Gurriel auto rookie. Very cool. Very cool. Otherwise, I'll be here all night showing you cards. 
So Simon asked, what's the name of my booth? I looked up your name on the dealer and couldn't find, I know, because, and I asked Steve earlier today to fix it. So he has my booth name as collect what you like under the C slash sports cards live. And I asked him to remove the collect what you like because no one's going to know me by that. So yeah, it's, it, but that's what it's under. And I'm at booth uh, 254, Simon, 254. So, uh, but my, on the list right now that was emailed out, it's under collect what you like. Correct. Uh, thanks for clarifying. I appreciate that. Mark says, boy, do we need price back? I think he's talking about Brian Price from In the Game, which you we he's still making cards under the president banner. So he's still out there. And I got to tell you something, though. I, in the collection I bought recently, I picked up a lot of uh, in the uh, Leaf In the Game stuff. And I'll tell you, um, I really like I really like a lot of the cards that, that they're making. And uh, like some of them, I don't even want to move. I don't even want to move. So... Oh, there we go. Steve says it will be changed to sports cards live number 254. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. Oh, Mark says we need carry price back, not Brian Price. Okay. Yes, the Habs badly need carry price back. And you know, Team my Canada wife, does too. We need him for the Olympics. For the Olympics as well. That's right. Yeah. I and I want him back. Just my wife is a huge uh, Habs fan. So that'll be great. Uncommon curator says Jeff Wilson will be yes. at the expo from what I heard. I believe I believe so. Yes, Jeff he will Wilson. be sports card investor will be at the expo i'll show another handful here i've got back to back sydney crosby bgs 95 young guns and this one here uh this is the not the better of the two and you might ask why if they're both nine fives but this one here is actually 0.5 away from a bgs 10 so a couple of nice crosby young guns got a, a shifley cup rookie with a bgs 9 with a six 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 patch Triple sick patch. Here's that. Uh, I showed this one already, but I'll show it again. The BVG four and a half Gretzky. And this card here is really cool. This is an exquisite Connor McDavid uh, rookie out of 99 autographed on card BGS 8.5. Yeah, that's pretty. That's fire. That's definitely fire. Well, it's not so as fire as my Mario Lemieux. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's, well, here, this. This oh this uh, McDavid card I thought I had an idea of what it was worth and then I looked on eBay and there was a there's a comp on this card uh, in a BGS nine I think for like twelve thousand dollars I was yeah, like what what but okay I mean that that's good for me well, I guess you want to hear wow. something funny Jeremy what's that well here I'll tell you an example of how crazy comps have gone up so here's a Bo Jackson letter auto okay. I paid 50 bucks for this probably in, uh, when did this come out? 2007. This has gone up like 4x. That's insane. 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 I got like, and then there's like the, I was joking, but let me use still a goat, but I just like that auto. Let me use a goat, no doubt. And then last one, I have a Gordy Howe from uh, Prime. Ooh. Very cool. Multicolor, but still pretty cool. I've got I have one of his uh primes, but it's from the Hartford Whalers jersey. It's a three color. It's uh oh nice. It's a very cool piece. Maybe we'll maybe we can both sell both of ours to to a big Gordy Howe fan at the show. If you sell I'm okay uh going home with no cards. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt about it. Uh this is good. Um Bobby says we need Brian Price to make some carry price. There you go. Probably has them on speed dial, right? Albert Jones, come on now, keep those Crosbys. I mean, I have a Crosby in my I collection. This is 
these are these are for finding other good homes i can't keep yeah. everything you know you gotta you gotta keep it moving i just i just had to pay my pwcc bill from their monthly auction today so i gotta i gotta put some money back in the bank it can't just go out all the time and that's been my that's been my my uh my pattern for the last few months so it's time to time to go the other way but i'm sure i'm gonna find some great cards at expo to buy Ian Undercover, uh, you're looking to get a Stanley Cup hologram, found one not numbered, being sold as an error. Any info you could offer? I, I would just not buy that card. Yeah. I would not buy that one. To me, it's like you see, oftentimes we see cards for sale that are that were, you know, they were meant to be die cut, but they're not die cut. So, you know, that's not the same card. That's that's yeah. not the pack pulled version. Um, an unnumbered Stanley Cup hologram, I would just, I mean, unless you're getting it for like, you know, five percent of the value of the card. Well, it's up to you, though. I, I can't this. I can't say this like it's like everybody needs to to feel this way. But for me, I just wouldn't buy it. It wouldn't yeah. interest me. So, so, and I think a lot of people feel the same way, and that means that you know your resale potential is gonna be is gonna hurt. So, um, that's that's uh, that's where I'm at. Bobby says there's lots of unnumbered Stanley Cup cards out there. I find that like I've I've seen very few. I think I've only ever seen one. So I think. Yeah, I've seen many more numbered than unnumbered in, in my in my travels, and um, so I, I don't know. I, I can't really uh, corroborate the comment, but I mean, Bobby's probably seen. Uh, I guess he's just seen more of them th than I have. So, and uh, yeah, you're welcome, Ian. You are welcome. Uh, Mario is a goat, but Palfy is the goat. Ziggy Palfy hey, can't beat Palfy. Goat. The goat. Matt Pine, what are you looking to buy at the show? I mean. Uh, I, I'm at a point right now, Matt, where whatever catches my eye, that's my approach in the hobby. If I see a nice 51 Bowman Willie Mays rookie that I can buy it right, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that because that's like a card on my want list. But otherwise, I you know a few sets that I chip away at, um, I'll look to fill those in. Otherwise, it's just cards that I like and cards that I think um, I can maybe you know put in my showcase if I uh, you know for, for the rest of the weekend or for the Vancouver for the Vancouver show the next weekend. Amit, what about you? It's going to be the same answer, to be quite honest. I'm fortunate in my life that I've actually collected a lot of things and I own the things that I want and need. So I don't really need to go out and look for anything. If it's stuff to put in my showcases, collections-wise, totally down for that. Um, and the other thing is just anything that catches my eye. And what my jam is really is uh, non-sport these days. So if there's anything non-sport out there that I really want, I'll probably you know, gear towards that. But yeah, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate. I've kind of knocked off my bucket list so not much out there yeah yeah I, I my my want list was a lot bigger a long time ago but i've chipped away at a lot of the cards i want and uh and I, my taste of one thing we as collectors have to allow ourselves to do i let me let me stop projecting that let me say one of the things that i've really found that i have done and it's worked so i recommend it but you know i go as you will is that I found it to my, my hobby enjoyment has gone up by me allowing myself the freedom to to not stick to a certain uh, a strict collecting sort of pattern or or theme and and just find out I have several PCs I have I, I, I my my personal collection I basically scan all my cards and I store them in my Dropbox so I've got my the, the head folders called personal collection. And then all the subfolders are all the different PCs within it, whether they're player collections, set collections, graded collections. But then I have one called miscellaneous. And it's kind of like my favorite, well, one of my favorite 
subfolders within my or sub PCs within yeah. my whole PC is that miscellaneous because you don't know what you're going to get. So I just I, I would I would I would like advice I would give to collectors who find that they're a lot of people are often looking for a new direction to go in. One of the best things I think you can do is cruise a card show or a sell or a, an online platform and just what find it, you know, look for cards that speak to you, something that catches your eye. You can we're as 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 you know seasoned collectors, we can walk through a card show and scan showcases pretty quick. And we're gonna see amongst yeah. that sea of cards, we're gonna pretty much spot the cards that we we are adding, you know, that are adding to a set we're collecting or of a player you like because you've seen that image so much. But maybe slow down a little bit and see what else jumps mm -hmm. out at you. You know, the term a card that speaks to you, it's kind of a funny term, but it's sort of true. If you see a card that you just you want to pick up and look at. Maybe that's a card that you should own, and maybe it's not that the right player. But then you know, okay, that this is the brand. Now I want to go find my player in that card or something like that. So, anything to add to that, Amit? No, I, I echo your sentiment uh, for sure, and it, I have nothing further to add to that for sure. Bobby's seen at least a half a dozen unnumbered pro set holograms. Criminal Mind Lemieux has an ugly. I don't think he has an ugly. I don't auto. think so at all. Yeah. No. I don't think it's ugly, Krim, but I mean, you know, it's to each their own. To each their own, though. Okay. Yeah, I think there's uglier ones. Uh, Lars, you're probably gone, but uh, great to have you, and we'll see you there. Eric has not bought a card in over a year. Well, it's time. It is time. Mark Santucci doesn't meet have any Gila Fleur, Serge Savard, Rod Gilbert, Bobby Orr, Bobby Hall, Bobby Clark, and Ken, Ken Dryden cards. I have them all. Uh, the only one I don't have is Ken Dryden. I didn't pull them all out because I have too many here. But yeah, I have Gila Fleur, Serge Savard, Rod Gilbert, Bobby Hall, Bobby Clark, uh, and Bobby Orr. And there's Bobby Orr right there. Oh, that's a cool card, actually. SPA. Yeah. I have a Ken Dryden that uh, I picked up and it was in the collection I bought. And it's it's an autograph me double mem piece of Ken Dryden. I think it's numbered out of seven. You don't see many of those. So no, no. that's pretty cool. Uh, Albert Jones, you think that because of Ovechkin hitting 109,000 for his cup card that it will bump up Crosby and McDavid's cup RPAs? Sort of, yeah, I do. I, I, I do. I think that those cards are all grails. Those three cup RPAs are, are the top of the mountain when it comes to cup RPAs. The RPA is the top of the mountain when it, we're seeing it with LeBron James. When his card goes for $2 million, I mean, 109000 for Ovechkin. I know it sounds crazy, but it sounds cheap too. So, yeah. Eric asks, I collect football and just don't care for Panini. Fair enough. Yeah. Krim says, uh, Gretzky and Orr, now those are immaculate autos. 100%, 100% agree with that for sure. Uncommon, 83 wrestling all-star cards are hot. Buy them if you see them. And hockey guy says, Sergey Samsonov, the goat of autographs. I've got, you know what? I've got one more stack here that I pulled out. I'll, I'll, I'll run through these guys. Yeah, and then and, after that, I'm I'm good after that, Jeremy. I'm going to have to cut it out a bit yeah, early because I do have to get it. That's what I was them. thinking. I got a, a BVG 7.5 OPG Mario rookie. Pretty nice, actually, for a BVG. Seven corners, eight edges, eight and a half centering and surface. I'm okay with that. This is a, this is a, you don't see a lot of these. Hey, Amit, the Black Diamond, no. Patrick Kane, PSA 10 Black Diamond. Not a 10. Those are hard to get in a 10. Yeah, very hard. Whoa, what's that you say? Yeah, yeah. I have a, a few I'm holding on to before I let them go, but yeah, I have a few. That's me uh, liquidating my Pokemon holdings. Yeah. There's the other last one I have. Yeah. This is a great card. Second year Gordy Howe PSA 5. 
which I've upgraded to a six. So my five becomes available. That was from my PC. Vince Carter, row yeah. two rookie. Uh, this is from the Flare Showcase. Uh, yeah. I always figure what LC means. Someone will tell me. Um, uh, it's escaping me right now. Something collection, not luxury, but uh, can't think of it either. Legacy, legacy collection. Yeah. Thank you. Legacy collection. This card is numbered. Actually, on the front, it's numbered three of 99 in blue, which is pretty cool. Pretty rare. Uh, Vince Carter rookie. I'm also dissolving myself of my one soccer card. I have one. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I have his as well. Patrick Waugh, OPG BVG7. This is a cool card. 99 Derek Jeter, Molten Metal Fusion Sterling. This card is numbered on the back out of, out of 500. You can see at the bottom there. Yeah. It's a pretty cool card. And then I've got, uh, oh, a PSA 4 Stanley Cup hologram to go with the BGS 8. This one is numbered on the back. And the cool thing is that it's got a low number. I like the low numbers, 385 out of 5,000. Two more cards, just a Jagger, a Jagger Opeachy Premier, PSA 10. Jagger. No biggie. And then the uh, BGS 9.5 Patrick Kane Young Guns to go with the uh, with his... um with the black diamond so oh this is cool i'm going to show this too this is this is a eric stall black diamond rookie but this is the clarity version this is numbered out of 10 i don't know if yeah you can see numbered out of 10 super tough card psa 10 and then this card i have to show just because it brings back some great memories the first high-end no, upper deck right. product really being the 2000, 2000, yeah. or the 0102 Upper Deck Premier Collect. Same as the Datsu card, but this has, this one's autographed numbered out of 199 in a BGS 9.5. I loved this card back in the day, Amit, and I'm hesitant to sell it just because of the memories of collecting 20 years ago. But, you know, Kovalchuk kind of didn't have the, the the career in North America that I think uh, I would have liked him to have. So, yeah, for my yeah. pleasure, but. So that's all. That's what I'm going to show. Um, I'm going to run through these comments here quick. Uh, pastime, missed the OV selling for 109. What was the grade? I'm not sure. You still have the set. Oh, Ken. Yeah, you still have your. Yeah, of course you have your set. And Albert Jones, I just got my Parker's tall boy, Crosby McDavid. Really Very cool. Very good. Cool. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's from an EPAC exclusive. I think it's an achievement that you get. From, okay. uh, it's It's fantastic. That's amazing. Okay, guys, listen, we're going to wrap this up. Final com one second, me, one sec, one sec. Final comments from the chat if you have any more. Otherwise, uh, that's it. I'll be on tomorrow night on the collectible YouTube channel. And I have a very interesting uh, guest tomorrow. There it is, youtube.com slash collectible app. My guest tomorrow on that show is going to be uh, Michael Ricosi. He owns. I mentioned this at the beginning of the show with Dale. He owns the number one set on the registry of the 1948 Bowman. I think it's Bowman. Or, I can't remember Bowman or Leaf, the basketball set with George, the George Mikan rookie. He's got the complete set. He's number one on the registry, has been for a while. He's got the number one 57 top set on the registry with the Bill Russell and the Kusi rookie. And he's also got the number one set on the registry for the 1961 Fleer basketball set with the Wilt Chamberlain the Oscar Roberts and the Jerry okay. West, the Elgin Baylor, an amazing set. So this guy is a, he's a old, I want to say a bit of an older gentleman out of New York. And uh, I'm going to have the pleasure of talking with him on collectibles, YouTube channel tomorrow at 7 PM Eastern. So please would be great to, if some of you joined 
Mark Santucci says, Amit, I'm happy the Leafs beat the Bruins tonight. Albert Jones, yep. I guess you had to build a puzzle to get it, the duel. Very cool. Well, congrats to, to you, Albert. Everybody else, guys, thank you for joining. We're both excited for the show, Hockey Guy Chris. We are both excited for the show. Yeah, we I priced a lot. I know uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot. So, guys, thanks again for joining tonight. If you caught both episodes, appreciate it. We'll see you at the show, Valentini. Looking forward to meeting you in person. And uh, everybody else, have a great week. We'll see you at the Expo on Thursday, Friday. Don't forget about Jack Astor's Thursday night, 8.15, 8.30 after the show. Come, come see us there. Same to you, Valentini. Appreciate that. That's it, guys. This is over. Meet. Hang tight. Thank sure. you, guys. Good night, Barbara. See your comment. That's it. We are out. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.